Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Are you looking to make better, healthier choices this year? Then let me help you out by introducing you to ButcherBox. ButcherBox not only helps you treat yourself to more delicious and wholesome meals, but it takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and more that's delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they're B Corps certified, which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus get, 20 per- plus, get $20 off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free offer and get $20 off. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning. Cup of murder. Loving someone shouldn't cost you your life. On January 27th, 1986, a young woman fell in love with the wrong man and unknowingly placed herself in grave danger. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On May 18, 1981, Lorne Leibel, a sailor on the 1979 Olympic team and prominent real estate developer, and his wife Eleanor, daughter of the founders of Al Ross Products Limited, welcomed son Blake Leibel into the world. Raised in Toronto's Forest Hill neighborhood, Blake eventually moved to Los Angeles where he lived off his $18,000 a month allowance. Then, when his heiress mother passed away, he inherited a majority of her estate, which included the Forest Hill home that he was able to sell for $5.5 million. By the looks of things, Blake was living the life that most people dream of. He had more money than most, was living in LA, directed several episodes of the cartoon adaptation of Meatballs, co-wrote a number of graphic novels and a, quote, space opera comic series, and helped to run a publishing company that put out a comic in partnership with Wilmer Valderrama. They also published his own graphic novel in 2010, called Syndrome, which follows a doctor's quest to isolate the root of evil in the brain, who uses a serial killer as his guinea pig. 
Describing his novel himself, Blake said, quote, Syndrome is a story about obsession on a number of levels, as experienced by four characters who all come from different worlds and yet find themselves embroiled in this giant, impeccably simulated environment. It's the ultimate backstage story in that sense. It was also a book that, amongst other incredibly graphic scenes, saw the serial killer murder a man by slitting his throat and hanging him from his ankles to let the blood pour out. Though things looked good on the surface, Blake's many endeavors failed to really bring any income, and he relied heavily on his family money and his father to pay his credit card bills. A few years after the novel came out, Blake Libel's life was forever changed when he met the Ukrainian-born beauty, Iana Kassian. Born January 27, 1986, Iana moved to the U.S. in her late 20s on a student visa and began working as a model in L.A. Having studied law and done work in tax inspection, Iana was a successful young woman and made quick work of climbing Hollywood's social ladder. It was there that she met the aspiring producer from a wealthy family, Blake Libel. The fact that Blake was married and already had a child didn't seem to bother the couple, and in 2015, he filed for divorce and left his first wife, Amanda Braun, as she was pregnant with the couple's second child. Shortly thereafter, Iana found herself pregnant as well. The couple got engaged, and in 2016, they welcomed a daughter named Diana. Though many would be happy about the new addition, like Iana and her mother— it seemed that Blake was overcome by some sort of stress and extreme anxiety. Some sources attribute this to alleged gambling debts racked up by his brother, while others claim this to be false. What we do know is that Blake went from the picture-perfect boyfriend to controlling and angry. Then came the felony rape charge filed against him by the mistress he kept, despite having not only a new fiancé and baby— but an ex-wife who he just left and was about to give birth to their second child. Let out on a $100,000 bail, some of the news sources said that Iana, furious, moved out of their apartment and moved in with her mother, who came from the Ukraine to help with Diana. Others say that Blake, who hassled her for sex despite the fact that she was still recovering from a C-section, grew angry and jealous of all the time she spent with the baby, and in an effort to focus on their relationship, he sent Diana to live with her grandmother for a bit so that they could get back on track. Whichever version was true, we know that Ayana Cassian was living in that apartment at the end of May when her mother noticed that it had been a while since she had heard from her. On May 26, 2016, Ayana Cassian was found dead inside Blake Libel's West Hollywood apartment, and there are two versions of the story in regards to how they found her there. In version one, Ayana's mother grew worried when she didn't come back to their shared apartment or call her to let her know that she was staying with her fiancé. Reporting the woman missing, the police went to visit Blake's apartment on Holloway Drive and upon arrival, noticed that the door was barricaded with furniture. After eventually coaxing him out peacefully, police entered the room and found an absolute bloodbath. In the second version of this story, Olga, Ayana's mother, went looking for her daughter on May 24th after her more than 10 calls went unanswered. The day before, Ayana had gone shopping for strollers, and this was the last time Olga could recall seeing her daughter. Getting the police involved, two LASD officers attempted to search the apartment, 
But after a number of knocks went unanswered, they were forced to leave. Olga herself went to the apartment and started yelling at Blake to open the door, only to see him approach the window and disappear back inside. Regardless of which version is true, Olga got the attention of the police, and upon entry into the dimly lit apartment, they found blood splattering the entire bedroom. Lying there on a blood-stained mattress covered in a Mickey Mouse comforter was the lifeless body of 30-year-old Ayana Cassian. Blake was by her side, and there were signs that, up until their entry, he had been lying next to his fiancé's body. The young woman, just three weeks into motherhood, had been completely mutilated and drained of her blood, just like the victim in his graphic novel. Some sources say that Diana was found beside her mother's body, unharmed, and others say that she was in the care of her grandmother at the time of the crime. Either way, the infant was safe from her deadly father. Charged with murder, torture, mayhem, and aggravated mayhem, questions about motive began swirling around everyone's mind. Was Ayana killed in revenge for a gambling debt? Was she the victim of a love triangle? Or was she simply a pawn in the plans of a graphic novelist who took things too far? According to the autopsy, which wasn't released until September of 2017, Ayana's official cause of death was exsanguination and head trauma. In a statement made by the Los Angeles County Coroner, Ayana's entire scalp was missing. Her skull stripped down to the surface and portions of the right side of her face were torn away, including the right ear and all the way down to the jawline. She was covered in bruises and abrasions, primarily on the left side of her face, had been bitten multiple times, and to make matters worse, lived at least eight hours after the removal of her scalp and the bruising to her collarbone. The coroner further stated, I have never seen this before, and I doubt if hardly any forensic pathologist in this county or abroad have even seen this outside of perhaps wartime. So it's extremely rare. There was absolutely no doubt that Ayana Cassian suffered horrifically at the hands of a man who she loved. On January 20th, 2018, claiming his motive was jealousy over the attention Ayana was giving to her newborn daughter, Blake Libel was convicted of first-degree murder, torture, and aggravated mayhem, and six days later, was sentenced to life in prison without parole. In February of 2019, a judge ordered him to pay the Cassian family $42 million, with the attorney representing them claiming, this murder didn't just kill one person, it really did kill the family. It shattered the family. And the family has had a hard time crawling back from this. Blake remains behind bars. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.